One of the biggest killers of dreams, whatever they are, is having a scarcity mindset. It holds you back and keeps you small. I know that it's affected me in my life, particularly as I was starting my business. And even now, it's something I'm always aware of and have to check myself on. I believe that freeing yourself from a scarcity mindset can be a real game changer. So we're going to dig deep into how you can move from a scarcity mindset to one of abundance, which allows you to acknowledge what you've gained from your past, have gratitude for your present and be ready to embrace future opportunities. You might find some resistance as your scarcity mindset fights against the concept of of abundance. That's totally normal, particularly if the scarcity approach is embedded in you. So I'm going to challenge you to listen with an open mind, to really look inside yourself, discover and acknowledge what kind of things you tell yourself and leave this episode with some strategies you can start right now to train your mind to become more abundant in its outlook every day. As the famous quote from Buddha says, the mind is everything. What you think, you become. I promise taking on a more abundant mindset and releasing scarcity can absolutely improve how you approach your life and your potential business. This is going to be good. Are you ready? Then let's dive in. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development, and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. Well, hello and welcome to the Powering Your Passion podcast. I'm your host, Nicola O'Hara, and this is our final episode in the four-part series about becoming your own boss in challenging economic times. But don't worry, you don't have to have listened to them all to get the value from this episode. But if you haven't already had a chance to catch the other episodes in the series, I encourage you to go and check them out after you finish listening to this one. Okay, so this time I want to talk about your mindset, specifically your mindset when it comes to starting a business or becoming a freelancer and how deep-rooted limiting thoughts and beliefs can raise their head and take over, which is magnified a thousandfold when you're starting during times that are a bit more challenging. I always say that when making any change in your working life, whether it's going to be for a new job at a high level, changing your career or going it alone in your own business, it's 80% about mindset. Because it doesn't really matter how good you are, how much you deserve the job or how much you want that business. If you don't have the right mindset, which then impacts on your behaviours, you're very unlikely to be as successful as you could be. As I said in my intro, one of the biggest killers of dreams, whatever they are, is having a scarcity mindset. So let's start with the basics. Scarcity is described as when something is not easy to find or get. So a scarcity mindset is a thought pattern that there is simply not enough to go around or that you are lacking something that will stop you ever achieving what you want in life. Someone with a scarcity mindset believes there are limited opportunities, options and resources for them. When you have a scarcity mindset, it means you feel things are scarce when they genuinely are not. Like you think that you don't have enough time when you do, if you just organise yourself properly or delegated something to someone else, 
or just focus with the time you have. Because you're so focused on worrying about not having enough time, your brain capacity to think about how you can make time work better for you is diminished. In his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey said there are two main aspects to the scarcity mindset. The thought that wealth and opportunities are limited and the fear that you'll never have enough. He says that people with a scarcity mindset see life as a finite pie. So that if one person takes a big piece, that leaves far less for everyone else. And look, this is a concept that's not unusual for us. We've all had this drum to an, into us from other sources. It's certainly something that showed up in my old hangout in the corporate world. Think about it. It's a hotbed for a scarcity mentality. Promotions are scarce. Pay rises are limited. Information is hoarded. And when bonuses are paid, there is a finite pot. And if one person gets more, the rest get less. It's all designed to keep people in hierarchies and competing with each other. Or if you think there's too much competition for the cognitive positions, you just give up and stay at a lower level or leave and take your talent elsewhere. Ultimately, the scarcity approach does not allow people to grow and develop or for their skills and talents to come to the fore in the best way. This kind of mindset is part of the reason why I escaped that world, because I wanted to grow, to develop my skills and to design a business and life that really worked for me that is not built on scarcity, but on abundance. A scarcity mentality is what keeps many of us from achieving our goals. An abundance mindset opens up opportunities and shows us that anything is possible. Having a scarcity mindset really isn't our fault, as it's wired into us in our genetics and brains. The brain is not designed to make you happy or successful. It's designed to help you survive. It's always looking for what could hurt you and it magnifies the bad to keep you safe. In order to survive in the past, when we were living in caves and didn't have essential resources like food and shelter, a scarcity mindset helped us to focus on what was most important to us and ensured our survival. Sometimes resources are scarce, like water in a drought, and you do need to be aware that you need to save what you have. But it's when the scarcity mindset kicks in when it doesn't need to, and we start worrying about things being scarce when they're just not, or don't need to be, then it starts to be a problem. And unfortunately, it can be a vicious circle because let's say you want to gain more time to work on your passion, but you think you've got too many commitments, too much is in the way, and time is in really short supply. You stress about not having the time. And when others say, you, you know, maybe you can find the time, you think that's okay for them to say they probably have more help or they have less commitments or more, more skilled than me. You spend so much time thinking about the reasons why you have no time and stressing out because you think you have no time and what that means for you, that your brain freezes and is not able to see a way out of it. And then you stay in the same position. It can affect you in one specific area, even if you usually have a more abundant perspective on things. I have to confess, although I'm generally a positive person in the main, I really did struggle with having a scarcity mindset when setting up my business because I was doing something different to what I'd done for all those years and was out of my comfort zone. That then opened up the door for scarcity to creep in. So I've had to really work out how to combat my mindset and make sure it stays focused on abundance and the possibilities and how things will work out. Now, you may already be thinking you might have a scarcity mindset. Maybe it's something that you've known for a while but can't seem to shake off. Even when you're trying to avoid it, it can sneak up on you, particularly if the belief comes from a strong experience or memory from the past. As I said before, we are pre-programmed with scarcity as our go-to setting. 
But depending on your personality and life experiences, you can react with that mindset occasionally or literally all the time. So if you're not sure if you do have more of a scarcity mindset, then here are some things you could be thinking or doing or ways that you've been behaving that are a dead giveaway. So first up, do you constantly find yourself worrying about money? That you will never have enough of it? That you feel it slipping away like water through a sieve, even when actually you manage your money quite well? Or do you tell yourself you'll never be wealthy and that making good money is for other people who have more advantages? Have you ever felt like there's no point in trying something as a business because there are already loads of people doing the same thing? Maybe you avoid telling people how successful you've been at something in fear that they'll copy you or dare I say it, be better than you. Do you feel jealous or threatened by other people's success even though you want to be happy for them? Do you feel like you don't know the right people or have the right tools to help you get where you want to go? You know there are things that other people must have that's made it so much easier for them. Other things that show a scarcity mindset can be always feeling behind. There's not enough time or resources for you to get things done. Like everyone else seems to be successful and you're slogging away. Why is it you that has all the problems? Is any of this ringing a bell? You may not have had all these thoughts, but if you have any thoughts to hold you back from going for the things you want because you think you are not enough or worthy or there's not enough time for you to do it or not, not enough things to help you with it or anything that's related to lacking something, you could have some sort of scarcity mindset. Are you only mildly affected or are you a full-on card-carrying member of the Scarcity Mindset Club? But why does it matter if you have a scarcity mindset or not? After all, some people are just more negative, right? It served you well in the past as you've protected yourself by being more cautious and by always focusing on the worst case scenario and what is scarce. But what have you missed out on? You may not even know the opportunities that have passed you by because you're so focused on scarcity. There are many reasons why having a scarcity mindset can cause a problem for you, your life and your business and hold you back from what you want most. You think you're protecting yourself, saving yourself from working on something that won't work out for you or you have no chance in, when actually you're keeping yourself small for little or no reason. A scarcity mindset plants lots of false beliefs in your mind, which leads to behaviours that hold you back. It stops you from seeing opportunities because you close your brain to them. This is a biological thing. It literally can't think of solutions or recognise opportunities when fixated on what you don't have. It can lead to things like you thinking there's too much competition in the market or you don't even try to compete with them. Or you start comparing yourself to your competitors and thinking they're they're so much better than you, have more experience, a better product or more engaging personality and wonder why you bother. Which then affects your confidence and ultimately your ability to compete. You protect yourself by playing small, not going for things because you're scared and all the while nursing a resentment towards those who got there before you. Nelson Mandela is a great for his pearls of wisdom on many topics, and he doesn't disappoint on this one. He said, resentment is like drinking poison and then hoping it will kill your enemies. So feeling jealous or resentful of other people's success or believing that they have more opportunities that have allowed them to succeed only injures you and keeps you from reaching your potential. It's truly wasted energy, and I hate to see it in people because it has no purpose or value. Another result of having a scarcity mindset is that you end up hustling too much. What do I mean by that? Well, you may start your business with a clear path on what hours you want to work, 
what products you want to have, how you want to work in terms of ethics, and just how you want to work in general. And then the scarcity mindset kicks in. Maybe you haven't had quite the income in the beginning you thought you'd have, or you think your idea is not strong enough in the market. So you start panicking that there's not enough business for you, which leads you to start trying lots of different sales methods, maybe reducing your prices, giving stuff away and practically begging for the business when you don't need to, which in turn lowers your brand value and creates a business model that you just don't want. You also can start saying yes to everything, overscheduling yourself because you just don't want to say no, because what if you miss out? What if the opportunity never comes again? A scarcity mindset, particularly about money, can spill over into how you value yourself and your products or services. If you have blocks in terms of money, how much you pay for something, or you don't value yourself on your skills, that can lead to you to price yourself too low in the first place because you think your potential customers won't be able to afford you. You see what I mean? You're putting your assumptions and issues about money on other people that you don't know. They may have no problem paying a higher price, but you don't even try because of your own money scarcity issues. If you have evidence that people can't afford you, then fine, you can adjust your prices, but don't ever assume. Now, if all that has not made you determined to avoid a scarcity mindset, this next point will. According to WebND.com, having a scarcity mindset lowers your intelligence quotient or your IQ. It limits your brain function and affects your ability to solve problems, hold information and reason logically. It also affects your brain's decision-making process and your ability to plan, focus and start a project or task. Your brain is too busy thinking about something you don't have or will never have. So in other words, when we spend our energy obsessing about over one thing, other areas of the brain start to lapse. Scary, right? But all is not lost. A welcome to the world of abundance and abundant thinking. An abundance mindset is a belief there are enough resources and opportunities in life for everyone to share. We just need to open our eyes and minds to them and believe in the possibilities. When you view the world and life with abundance, you think big. You don't hold yourself back from your ambitions and your audacious plans. You are optimistic, focus on what you already have rather than what you lack, and are positive in your thinking about the future. You know that there is enough pieces of the pie for everyone. You have a generous spirit being happy for others' success and even celebrating with them if you know them personally. The abundance mindset is also about embracing change positively and seeing the opportunities in it. You're an action taker, ready to seize opportunities as they appear and keep an open mind to the direction you'll take. Abundant thinkers also plan ahead and make things happen, knowing your talents and mitigating your weaknesses. You have a glass half empty mentality and don't immediately assume the worst when there's a change in your life or you're waiting for the answer to a situation you care about. And an abundance mindset is directly related to a growth mindset. Psychologist Claire Dweck said in her book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, that in a growth mindset, people believe that their most basic abilities can be developed through dedication and hard work. Brains and talent are just the starting point. This view creates a love of learning and a resilience that is essential for great accomplishment. And the good news is, although we are hardwired with a scarcity view of the world, you have the choice of what to focus on. You can choose to have a more abundant mindset. There are things you can do to train your brain away from scarcity and towards abundance. 
Now, that doesn't mean you totally lose your habit of thinking on the scarcity side completely, but you can decide to think in another way until it becomes more the norm for you. The first thing you can try is to find out where your belief that time, money, opportunity or something else is scarce specifically came from. In other words, what happens in your life that that you've developed your scarcity mindset? Although it is programmed in our brains, in some people, the scarcity mindset is much, much stronger because of something that's happened in their past. The first four letters of scarcity are S-C-A-R. And that's usually what a strong scarcity mindset is. A scar covering an experience or something that you were told that impacted you. Like a cut or graze and the scarcity mindset is the scar that covers it. You need to find out what caused that scar for you. Have a think back through your life and what messages you got from friends, family or teachers. Did anyone have a big influence on you that your current beliefs could have come from? Or was there an experience that affected you deeply that you remember to this day that could have brought this mindset about? By discovering where it came from, you can reason with yourself why your belief in scarcity is not a valid belief now. This can be really effective when you think back on childhood experience in particular. You can reconsider beliefs from then with an adult rational brain and hopefully diffuse or lessen those scarcity beliefs lodged in your mind. So next is to live with gratitude. Gratitude is a massive part of abundance, to appreciate where you've come from and what you have in abundance already in your life. Oprah once said, if you look at what you have in life, you will always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you will never have enough. So by being grateful for what you have and appreciative of your successes when they come, you will attract more to you. But if you mainly think about what you haven't achieved and focus on all you haven't done with your life, you will feel like life is not worth anything. Inspirational speaker Tony Robbins says, when you are grateful, fear disappears and abundance appears. Or in other words, focus on what you already have and make peace with the present moment. Because then you're not living in a state of fear and can experience the many benefits of gratitude, including making better decisions for the future. So get into the habit of taking the time each day or each week or even each month to think about how much you have. It could be you have time with your loved ones or you have a great circle of friends and family or you're healthy and fit or simply you have a roof of your head and food on the table. There's always something to be grateful for. Another way to welcome in a more abundant mindset is to work towards developing a strong belief in yourself. To believe that you have the skills and experience and confidence to make what you want to happen actually happen. That you are enough and you're worthy to receive what you want. It also means trusting that you can and will take the steps you're supposed to to make it happen. David Schwartz, writer of The Magic of Big Thinking, said, The size of your success is determined by the size of your belief. So make your belief in yourself and in the possibility that what you want will happen as big as it can be. So another way of powering up your abundant mindset is, is by hanging out with others who either are also trying to look at life through an abundant lens or that are naturally more abundant in their outlook. Seek out people with abundant attitudes to life. They will help you to keep positive and optimistic frame of mind. Thinking abundantly is not about thinking positively and believing magically that everything will turn out. Abundant thinking is about believing something is possible, which frees your mind up to get on with making it happen without being tangled up in a web of self-doubt and feelings of lacking somehow. As the saying goes, You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. So check in with yourself. Be aware of what you're thinking, saying and doing. 
Are you acting from a place of abundance or scarcity? If you find yourself constantly using language that's defeatist and telling yourself something is not possible, flip your mindset from negative to positive. For example, when you see someone succeeds and you start feeling jealous of them, think of them instead as an inspiration and what you can learn from their success. Try to avoid thinking that they have more advantages or chances than you, as you really don't know what's going on in someone else's life. Or if you do know they genuinely did have help, then think about how you can work on getting the same advantages instead of getting stuck in your envious thoughts. If you see someone gain success in the same business you would love to start or have already started, then celebrate that if they are successful, then it means there is a need for your business idea and there are lots of potential customers out there. One person or business will find it difficult to work with or provide something for all the people. And maybe your unique take on the business idea you have will be more attractive anyway. Try seeing competitors as opportunities and that maybe you could collaborate with that person one day to boost both your businesses. Learn from them. How have they been successful? What methods did they use? And what strategies can you use in your own business in the future? Taking some time to check in with your thoughts, to be mindful, whether that's through meditation or just paying attention to the current moment, can slow our brains down so we can think more clearly. Often in this way, you realise your thoughts are irrational and you shouldn't waste your time on them. Time which could be better spent getting into action to move forward. And that leads me nicely on to my last tip, which is to take action towards whatever you want. It's hard to maintain a scarcity mindset when you're getting things done. Take responsibility, feel in control and create magic by taking action. Don't blame others, your circumstances or your conditions for your outcomes. Keep focused and have tunnel vision on achieving what you want without worrying about what others are doing or if there's enough time, energy, resources to get it done. Believe me, when you start checking off all the things your nine to five exit checklist or your business startup plan, you'll stop thinking about what you don't have and start believing that you really can smash your goals. The bottom line is, whether you're thinking about leaving the nine to five, changing careers or even staying in the same career, It's essential to develop an abundance mindset or you'll always be holding yourself back because of imagined barriers. An abundant mindset is important for us all, particularly entrepreneurs and anyone who wants to be their own boss or make another big change in their lives. Remember, there is a world of opportunity out there. As entrepreneurs, we are no longer limited to working with customers in our own countries or continents. With the development of technology and the spread of confidence in video communication, we have the opportunity to find customers from all over the world. And not only that, there are now so many ways of making a business work and bringing the message to the world. Open your mind up to abundance and you can start seeing all the possibilities out there. They're not just for other people, they are there for you too. Gaining an abundant mindset will not happen overnight, so you do need to do the work at it. I still have to check myself and turn negative thoughts around in my head all the time. But by adding in some of the methods I've given you into your day, you will start to see a shift. Train your mind to recognise the possibilities that are all around you and remember to think big because this life is not a rehearsal. That's it for this episode. I really hope you've enjoyed this series of four episodes on how to become your own boss in challenging economic environment. Although I think all of them are important to have some great tips and guidance, I think this one is the one that will have the most impact for you. If you can develop an abundant mindset and stop scarcity holding you back, you will be successful far earlier and be much happier along the way. 
Yes, these are more challenging times. That shouldn't stop you moving forward with your plans to become your own boss. With an abundant mindset, a few protections in place and making sure you're prepared, there's no reason why you should hold back on making your dreams happen. If you miss anything and want to check out the sources I've mentioned or want to remind yourself of the key points, take a look at my show notes. The link is in the episode description wherever you're listening to this podcast. And remember, you deserve to live your passion. So go for it. This is your time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast.